Welcome to Orphan Black. The next chapter after after show, we are covering episodes six and seven. All the clones are back. Finally, we have Helena back. We have Rachel back. We have Crystal back. But most importantly, we're back. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Clone Club, what's, what's going up, on, Club? babies? We're back. back. We, we back. back. We, we back. back. <laughs> we back. Guess who's back? I would sing it, but we don't have the rights to that. Let so us introduce M&M's ourselves expensive. right quick. Yeah, we don't. We we don't want no lawsuits. Don't come for don't us, Eminem. Please. Don't come please. for us. We are so excited to be talking about episode six and seven after a short hiatus yes. in the orphan black world. I'm Steph Sabraw, Tatiana Maslani fan, but also just a fan of Orphan Black and the yeah. story that's been told for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm joined by the Matt Marr, yes. who was on our original After Buzz Orphan Black after show. I sure was. I sure was. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. We are We're missing Shiksha. She is... Um, She's in the CIA, She's y'all. our volley star, so she's probably she's performing on great stages, mm-hmm. saving the world, yeah. doing mm-hmm. her thing. She's but... Bollywood CIA. She will perform in front of you and steal your wallet. <laughs> We're hoping to get do. her back soon. Yes. Anyways, we have so much to talk about. We, do. we are going to pack this into one episode. Episode six was long. Episode six was long. It was, and, it was a lot uh, of stuff. Our notes are extensive. Extensive. And then after we cover episode six, we will bleed into episode seven. Yes. We will hit our special segment, Oh Clone, Clone You Did it. it, where we give that OMG moment of the episode. We'll combine it yeah. from episode six and seven. And unless you have multiple, but we could have multiple. This is where we ask you watching us at home or listening to us to write your re- write in your review or your comments what your oh clone you didn't moment is because we all have them. We all have them. And and then we will we will wrap the show. Yeah, that's what's let's, gonna happen. Let's get right into that's it. What happen. were your overall thoughts of episode six? It was very, it was a plot heavy. It was like a lot of, I mean, it's kind of the middle, because this is going to be, right, 10, se- 10 episodes, I think? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in the middle. So it was like, I mean, kudos to the writer, because this was getting out a lot of information in this episode, and it was like an hour and a half long. So it was great. But we, I mean, basically, it was, it was, it was kind of, I forgot I was listening to Orphan Black in some ways in this episode, because it's just, it's all out in the open now. It's so weird to me that it's, it's all out in the open. Like, everybody knows that everybody's a clone. Because for so years, this show was kind of like... It was like a superhero that comes out about their super identity when the show has always been about the secrecy. And now yeah. they're like, screw it. So it was like, what is happening? Totally. What about you? I thought this was a crazy episode to follow. I mm-hmm. It was so information-driven. And there was so much development in the mm-hmm. story. And I was like whoa we're going there Mm -hmm. but i was into and i do want to shout out the title is what a living world will demand and it is by heli kennedy and a pretty name yeah narrated by tatiana maslani and we always have to shout out cereal box because they are the great great people bringing us this content each and every week yes and if you want to um if you if you're listening to this and don't really know what Cereal Box is, I I don't know how you don't know. But I don't know how you don't know, you. but we have the link <laughs> in the show notes. We have the there's a Bitly link that you will see. Basically, it's the whole this story is continuing. It's an ebook. It's an audio book. Um, I just I've read this ten times, and I just know this is an ebook as well. But why would you read the ebook? You want to listen to the audio? I'm not gonna lie, I do. 
I, I do. Only to, I, just really interesting. I I'm guess to so see the words. Yes, obviously. Or read it along while she's exactly. Oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing. I know it. it that sounds it wonderful. Opens up in a whole new world because you hear her beautiful voice go into everybody's characters. Because I never know how they spell some of these names. I know. So there you go. So listen and read it, y'all. Um, and it's read again by Tatiana Maslani. And the next, all these episodes of Orphan Black, they can be downloaded through the Serial Box app. And you can just visit that little bit.ly link or download the Serial Box app. And episodes drop every Thursday. Holla! Hey, hey. Holler at my Thursdays. Okay, Holler. let's jump in because this episode was crazy. Mm-hmm. We open up. TMZ is in the house, baby. TMZ is in the house. Sally Winters. <laughs> I <laughs> love that name. Sally Winters. You... That just sounds like a drag queen, doesn't it? I just it? know she's on Fox just dragging <laughs> yeah. everyone. <laughs> like, yeah, Charlie's Theron's going to play her when there's a movie. <laughs> there's going to be prosthetics. Sally Winters. Um, <laughs> Thing. But yeah, she is, she's introducing the story because a package has been mysteriously dropped off that outs all the clones. And Which was Kira, right? I was under the impression it was Kira. Do we not know? Give me your thoughts on that. I That's what I think as well. Because the, the episode before, we ended where Kira was, and Charlotte decided in their like, code yeah. that this was going to be released. And then this followed it. So I'm... I think we're safe to assume that. But, but I it just hasn't realized been said. it hasn't as I was I just assumed and as we're talking about it, I went, Oh wait. Yep. Oh wait. We don't know that. So Pray that could crazy. be that could be somebody else. Yeah. But it's obviously not uh, it's obviously not any of the Sestras and because they are all surprised by it. So, oh, yeah, they're not happy. Wow, the mystery goes deeper. Yeah, I, I love that, like, we're starting to see, they describe, like, what, there was a Scottish clone with, like, green spiked hair. Yeah, poor thing gets doused with in bleach. bleach. I hate hateful people. It was, which, that happens in the world, y'all. It does. Um, it and, does. And, it's, and I love that Orphan Black finds a way to relate this story to so many bigger issues going on in, in the, world, the world right and now you see it within the the sestras well yeah because there's this whole organization we find out called 46 pure <sighs> which kind of reminds me of the pure bloods in harry potter absolutely are you who's with me my my h potter I'm fans what was gryffindor i'm in my slytherin are you slytherin right are, you sl- are you a slytherin have you I've been gotten into both but i have made peace with the fact that i am a slytherin yeah slytherins are great yeah. I was a Gryffindor slash could be a Hufflepuff, but more Gryffindor. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm very loyal, though. I'm very loyal, y'all. And I like to eat. I think Hufflepuffs <laughs> like to eat. Anyway, <laughs> so um, 46 Pure, y'all. That So there, but we kind of hear about this organization, and that said, I, I don't know. Sometimes, like, this is what Orphan Black does a lot. Everything is used, but then every once in a while they'll bring up little things that you think is going to be a big deal. And I'm like, are they saying that just to distract me? Like, that's just the noise? Because I want to ask you, like, we kind of hear about this 46 Pure that is basically, they're this organization, they don't like clone anything. They don't like anything biologically tampered with. But that's all we hear about them. Like, we don't hear about them for the rest of the episode. We don't hear about them episode seven. Yeah. Do you think they're going to be related to something else? Or do you think that was just, you do? I do. I think it's too strong of a writing team. If they don't relate it, it could be different because when I'm listening to an audiobook, I think every line has an integral point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it could just be world building that it is deeper and there are people more aware that there is something going on and mm-hmm. clones could be happening. So it could be in that sense just a detail to show that people are 
there are hateful people mm -hmm. that want don't want this to exist, and it, it could be just that. Well, it also, that, that's okay. That's a good point. It also reminded me. I don't know if you got again talking about what this episode talked about. Sorry, y'all. I had an iced tea, and I'm really like. Whee! <laughs> um, but, you know, like there's Bill Williams, who is from Virginia, saying people don't feel safe with other humans. And I was like, oh, goodness. But then what that reminded me of is kind of what is happening with global warming now and also with um, with like vaping and all of that. Like people and like even vaccines, people somehow like in our culture now are not trusting scientific fact. Instead, they're like trusting fake news and things like that, because I thought, oh, this is. Probably, I mean, imagine, just let's just imagine, y'all. What if you were watching the news and you saw there was like 200 clones in the world that scientists had made years ago and they were just like, I mean, I'd believe it. I would believe it, but wouldn't you? I actually think, I, I don't think I would be like Bill Williams in Virginia, but wouldn't you feel a little unsafe? Like, whoa, is there like something in the water? Is there something in our food? Like, I feel like that would no, freak people out. No, it's definitely the the fine line between trust in government, science, and citizens mm -hmm. is so thin. Yeah. And it can easily be broken, and that's why I think we see and hear about so often that we are not being told mm -hmm. everything that is going on. And a lot mm -hmm. of it is under the guise of protecting us so that mm -hmm. we don't freak out and jump to conclusions. But when you do that, there is a mistrust that happens, mm -hmm. and I think it's forming now absolutely with vaccinations. There's a massive group that it has nothing to do with religion mm -hmm. and has everything to do with mistrust in mistrust the government. in the government, yeah. So I, I it's I like to think of myself as an extremely tolerant person and I would even be like, huh. I do too, I but even if there was clones, I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, let's back up. Yeah. This is a like what happened? This is, deep. This, is, this is a deep cut nature. And then I would have met Elena and been like, all right, that's my best friend. That's my Touch best her friend. and die. Um I would have met actually this is a great segue because I would have watched the interview with Crystal and be like, oh, my God, she's the best. Friend. It oh. was so nice to see Crystal. We all relate with one clone or another. I've always found myself in between Helena and Sarah. Okay. I feel like you uh -huh. are Crystal and... I feel like Crystal and Allison for I was me. about to say that, yeah. but I didn't want to typecast you. Amazing. We're friends. You can typecast me, Amazing. Girl. Those are... I mean, That's they're true. all so great that you can't go wrong. Yes. And Crystal is so... She's, she's gonna, back. She's going to ace her bar exam, which is not how you pass. <laughs> Passive bar exam, but if that's how Crystal wants to say it, then we're with it. <laughs> Y'all, she knows. Her dad's a judge. She knows her stuff. And I actually work a law office, so we know that it's totally not how you ask your bar exam. But, oh, you and they just put the picture. Oh, that is totally. Crystal! Oh, I imagine the wig, the nails oh. as she's talking. And her little yoga outfit and her looking yoga. like a snack. Yes, like a little snack. And I thought... Do you um, now? I couldn't remember when that when the show ended. Did Crystal never know about clones? She never did. No, right? they never told her. But she. So I forgot. And I, I think she that's assumed. why she went to law school is because she's basically R.L. Woods, where she no one trusts Woods. her, no one gives her credibility. But she's actually really smart. She did find out that they were putting uh, she, stuff in the cosmetics line. She found out everything. She was except for the fact that they're clones. She really did all on her own. Brightborn, all of it. So, in a nail salon, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't sleep on Crystal. She's coming for you. But she, when she's shown all the clone pics by Winters, yes. it's funny. I mean, is, she's still the same Crystal that we love. That and she was totally, like, I mean, threw Sarah under the bus. 
She was like, why would we trust someone with a with A, a record, criminal a record. Criminal. Why we, I'm Sarah. a lawyer. Trust me. Sarah always gets dragged. But they're looking for Sarah. They're not yes. going to find Sarah. They're not. She's 10 steps ahead of all y'all. Y'all, you're never going to find Sarah. <laughs> and then we get Helena. That was a good clone that call. That was a good clone That was a call. good clone call. I heard I her voice. About... I said, what? Um, oh, by the way, I, was, I just have to go back. Favorite line when Crystal says, sex toplets. What do you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, so good. So smart and so not. But yes, Helena, It's it was so comforting to hear her voice. So comforting. Wasn't it? Yeah, except she obviously knows something's wrong and she wants to be with the sisters as yeah. well. So This is a dark time for my sisters. I come back. That's Wait, not a good Helena. Who gave you the permission, to, no, to do a pretty good Helena? Oh, you thought that was pretty good? Yeah, I did. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. It's the iced tea talking, girl. Matt. Just call me Mattiana Maslani. Oh! <laughs> bust down, Mattiana, bust down. <laughs> just, uh, that's stupid. I'm stupid. Um, no, but we find also, I just want to shout out because I thought it was interesting. We find out there's a Tamiko. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. little bit before the clone call, but a Tamika Nakamura, who's like does famous in fashion in Japan. There's Joanna Moore, who's like a gym teacher. There's Anne Gentleman, I guess, who's a barista mm-hmm. in Oregon. And then they talk about, and then that's when Sarah uh, comes up too. Um, but yes, clone call. Helena, she's we just know that she's on the road at first. With and we her don't, two boys. With her two boys, which I'm excited to see them. Um, it's a dark time. And of course, it's kind of everybody, I feel like, here goes back to who we know. Like, Helena's like, I'm coming back to take care of everybody. And Sarah's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's a smart decision at this time? I don't know. She always does that. I, I don't know what the plan is in terms of that. We see a little bit more in episode seven, which we'll get to. Yes. But in terms of episode six, we also get introduced, not, we get more information on Davis and his mm-hmm. wife, Rhonda. And he's the director oh, yeah. of Scientific about Vanguard. Him. Yeah. So he doesn't, he's not too massive of a part other than he is involved somehow. And he couldn't, Rhonda knows nothing because until this episode, because yes. he would have disappeared, which yes. means they're working with some big guns. Which I think we're finding out that he, so he is a part, y'all, if you didn't mm-hmm. get this, he is a part of the Boston Project. Mm-hmm. So, like, and he, so well, this is minors. I, I'm saying this like I know what I'm talking about, I'm, but I'm also saying it for you to, to check me because it can get confusing, especially this episode. No, there's a lot um, of characters introduced in this episode. Yes, there was a lot of scenes too. So, like, there's the. So, he was part of the Boston Project, what it called. They meant to kill the clones, but if it's my understanding, Sturgis gave them a different, like, a different virus that wouldn't kill them, but that just made them really sick. And he wasn't giving them the information to kill him. That's what's in Sturgis's armpit hair, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's just what I want to. Okay. Yes. yes. And so, the, the but we did find out, I think this is the first time we hear the name of the bioweapon. It's called TAG. Yeah. Right? It is. You're it. Definitely. <laughs> you're Isn't dead. that a cute little name? <laughs> cute. Just a bioweapon. Just a bioweapon. TAG. Bi- TAG. You're it. You're it. She's nuttier than a fruitcake. Blasphemous. I loved it when she said that. Blasphemous. So, um, well, you, I feel sorry for Rhonda. Bless her heart. I know, but she's cheating, man. I know, but... I think it's well I know, deserved. It, I mean, I'm like, get that D, Rhonda. Relationship. Yeah, yeah, get it when probably, Alexander's yeah, horrible. He probably put her in a drought yeah. and she needed to seek outside. He's probably not attentive in bed. Condone. He's selfish. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not good. Look at us making judgments, but... <laughs> but I judge you, Alexander Davis. We, Rhonda told us. So, but we also a big deal, and this is the first time I think we found this out, that that the Canadian... Now, again, and I might be confused, but the Canadian government is behind TAG? Is that what they're leading us to believe? That, I believe so. That, and so... Yeah, Canada is like making a bioweapon. That's a big deal. Canadians don't do that. They're so sweet. Their president's so nice. I know, but he's having some issues lately, too. <laughs> he has some Let's issues lately. He has had some issues. And the I amount know. of time that he's just good at apologizing, which is what I tell you. <laughs> if politicians just learn how to apologize, people would stop dragging you. That's true. If you I'm learn how to you, apologize really well, let's that would talk help. about um, Arun, Allison, and Charlotte, and Dana. Yes. They were placed oh, in yeah, body Dana. bags in this episode to get through. That was creepy to me. That would be. Can you imagine being in a body bag for no, two hours? I absolutely would not. Totally, one million percent have a panic attack. No, because bar- being buried alive is my worst fear ever. Oh, like I just saw an episode of Riverdale where they did that, and I was I couldn't even watch it. Wow, that and birds. No, <laughs> I'm terrified of birds. So Charlotte, there's two big things that we get out of this scene. Yeah, Charlotte is clearly infected. She has a really bad fever, but yep. Dana is feeling better. She's immediately like, because the last time we saw her in the hospital, she was kind of like, Ugh. and so now she's like, yeah. Like she said better. the fever lasted a few days, so I don't know if it's something that comes every few months in waves. But mm-hmm. they get Delphine on the line because that's who they're hoping can help. I got a little worried though because. Uh, this the group of the other cousins, as they call themselves. We don't know if they're like they're not directly uh, they're related, but obviously they're not the same like Lita line. So I'm like, what if there's a genetic difference that like is different? And then so like, what if like the what Sestra fixes her doesn't fix her? Yeah, I I'm worried. I, don't know. I, don't I worry for it. I feel that. I feel like they could throw us a loop. They definitely could. It's Charlotte's not going to die. No. Oh, my gosh. I would die. If Charlotte died, oh, my gosh. We Art, were right at dawn. Art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Biggest, a big, big moment. Yes. Vivi and Dana are cousins. Yeah. Vivi, ha- and we learn way more about we, her. We find out. She was, like, yeah. violent and just, like, a bad kid. Probably because she was freaking confused. Because she's Sarah. Yeah. She's Sarah. Yeah. She was, but so we realize that sh- all of those visions and imaginary friends she thought that, Which is that what was we real. Thought. We thought that. We thought that. We thought that. So Shiksa didn't. She said it was. Arun I'm she and Vivi, can, are we safe to say they got down? I kind of I gathered mean, that. I got that too. I. Who knows? You know what? You're stressed out. You're stressed out. You're just you're chasing <laughs> things. You're you're you haven't showered, so you're feeling gross anyway. You just want to feel beautiful and like you just want to relax. It's just this Love is what happens in every you. '80s action movie. Halfway through. They have to have sex just to, like, clear their heads. I love you. We're on a mission. So, Vivi, I guess, spent her whole life in a mental illness In a mental... Because they said that she was sent away when she was six. Yeah. So, that's why she's now become a master at playing different people Mm -hmm. because she doesn't really know who she is and she's committed and devoted her life to becoming an agent basically and now is having this existential crisis which we thought was going to happen when Mm -hmm. she saw all the photos in episode five so that was that was pretty interesting to see it Uh, was interesting too to me or not interesting but it was entertaining uh that 
because uh, I forgot. I literally, when I was listening, I went, oh, no. I forgot that Allison didn't see all this initial news. So when Al- the whole thing of Allison oh. turning her phone on and all the texts blow up. And then she's like, son of a Baptist preacher. <laughs> I love that. Allison's the one that's like, uh, please, let me just have my crafts in peace. Why are you blowing up my spot? We're going to talk about it, but in episode seven, we found a little bit more about Allison. We're going to talk about that top to bottom club, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. It's a little teaser. But yes. um, Let's wrap up episode six, though. We get uh, Jay uh, confronts Art. And Art lets her know basically everything because he had to at this point. Priyanta. Yeah, yes. Well, yes. Yeah, Jay. Yes, Jay basically. And that, that was actually, I feel like out of all the characters that I I liked before, but now I just have such sympathy for and love, they really made me love Art over this. Oh, I love. And like his bond with Charlotte, just the way he said it or the way Tatiana read it when he was like, she's my daughter. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm protect- protecting her. Um and again, it, it was, I feel like everybody is kind of a thing that was parallel is nobody feels safe where they are, where Art and where, uh, I always say her name wrong, Jay, Jessica, you know, she she's like, her Jay, yeah. she like thought her life was this. And now she's like, he says, I love that line where he's like, welcome to the clone club. Like her life's turning to 180. And like Vivi, when they were talking about before, like Vivi, you know. Again, like you were saying, they told her that she had multiple personality disorder. Like, she thought she had a mental illness. And here she's, I love that image of, like, her riding a train and she sees her reflection in the mirror. And she knows that, like, the only way she can kind of save herself is to get a hold of this bioweapon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like her, and then Sarah yeah, wants now to leave. willing to sell out her, sell out the weapon for yeah, her safety. For her safety. Ugh. And then we get, like, that goes into, like, with Kira and her story where she, like, where she thought she was safe in her little cupboard closet in this in uh, in this scientific institution. Now, that's not safe. Like, everybody has to, like, yeah, leave okay. the Let's talk safety. about Kira. Yeah, She's let's talk like about She's like a Harry Potter or the Harry Potter. She is. Can, can I just drag well, her a Monner. little bit? For, drag. For, drag her. For getting her. She's trying to find out more about her genome under the name mm-hmm. of Mira Canning. I... Was so that, you change two letters and you think no one's going to know who you are? Oh, that's why it's said Okay, well, I, I'm from Oklahoma. I was like, that was good. <laughs> I was like, Mira Canning, where did you come up with that? Kira Manning. <laughs> I didn't even get that. Matt. So- <laughs> you would not survive a day in the I CIA. Would be- I know. I would be all... That's amazing, because clearly we're seeing a little bit that, in a way, she is like her mother, but in a lot of ways she is not like her mother, because Sarah, she would have, like... She she was much better at that. Before we get into episode seven, and we'll talk more about Kira, because it started with a really uh, heavy scenes with Kira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fee... Felix. I forgot. I forgot Felix and Colin. And they're still together. And with I, art. I love that it's just It's just the best. And so they're uh they get Nathaniel Sturgis's body and obviously want to inspect mm-hmm. it and they, they have a hookup at the at the morgue. So Can I just tell everybody too, as a gay man who's in his forties or at forty, I just turned forty. There is that, like, 
if I wear leather pants, it's my. I've been with my boyfriend now for five years, so I'm like, is he gonna look at my ass? Like, you get that. Like, I feel like straight men don't do this, but I feel like women and gay men do this. And so, it, I like, I listened to that part and I got teary because it was like, oh, this hits no. close. So, like, at the end where he was noticed, Colin was looking at his ass. I was like, yes. First of I all, still got it. No one gave you the permission to look this good. <laughs> It's all bronzer, y'all. I beat this face before we started. It's all I'm like this. But no, I love that. But I loved I loved that it was another slice of like um of just like you said before this started, you said, Can I just say that is it okay for me to say this show is so like queer affirmative? And it really is. And I love that it shows like a different a lot of times people think of, especially gay guys, it's like young, pretty West Hollywood guys. And we don't talk a lot about like gay men and the aging process and just getting in relationships. And I love that they gave such a human experience that everybody relates to. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I think Orphan Black does such a good job of not stereotyping groups of yes. people and rather telling the story of people. Yes. Well, not- That's very well said. Thank you. But I just love Fee, and I, I I love that he's still with his man. I know. Still with his man. Cute. And they find that we knew about the white hair, silver hairs yes. in his armpits, but no one else did. And yeah. so, obviously, that has a lot of information. Exactly. So, let's move to episode yeah, seven. Yeah, because Kira and, and Emily of, yeah. go chase Dr. This is Bye. another kind of, I'm going to make Bye goes bye-bye-bye. <laughs> Bye 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 bye. Yeah, Doctor Bye, and then we have Solterre, who originally we were introduced as kind of a villainous character. How do you say his name? Because I did Solterre. you read that part yet? Solterre. Because I've been I I I spelled it Softerre. I didn't know. Softerre, maybe. Oh, no, I believe you. I believe you. I believe what? you. Oh, it's Softerre. 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 Okay. Who? He's the one that looks like Santa Claus, right? He's the one who's covered in mosquito bites and blood. Well, the, yeah, that's at the end. Which we think is mosquito bites, but yeah. we're going to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe not. So, um, yeah. So they, they see that that's at the end of episode six. And they go and they see this man's going toward them. They feel like they have a gun. And so episode seven, just to kind of talk about, let's just talk maybe yeah, about Kieran and about M it. since we're talking about them already. I felt like this was... I. I, it was first of all the audio was real y'all if you haven't listened to this if you've read it um i do recommend reading along with the audio just because uh it was really great great sound effects with like the car screeching and yeah. stuff like that and they were driving off the road it really helped paint like this picture and then um i feel like this moment for them was just not a lot of action happened for them where this was just kind of like honestly they're their burgeoning lesbian love story that began i feel you know what i mean and that 100%. like 100% kira totally for the first time, opened up in her so life vulnerable. of who these people are in her life. That she, her mom's a clone. She has all these sisters that a are superhero. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't think she was going to tell her about that. Did no, you about the Lita gene? Kidding me? That's so. That's really insane information yeah. and dangerous and obviously like, we talk about this. Orphan Black plays with the idea of science being rooted in mm-hmm. good, but can be so easily taken in evil, mm-hmm. which is like using the the genome as weapons. Mm-hmm. And so, same with Kira could a hundred percent be weaponized mm-hmm. somehow, but she's a miracle. So I don't know, but I'm kind of glad it seemed like M is all in. I hope that she's a yeah. Delphine and we can trust. You know, I was just gonna say I hope she's a Delphine. I almost feel like they switched on us. Like they they wanted us starting out to think, okay, Kira's just like her mom and Charlotte is just like Delphine or Cosima. 
Totes not true. I actually think the more we're learning, Kira so much is this more of this Charlotte character. And I actually think Charlotte actually, you know, because Charlotte went into that hospital room. Like, she is ballsy. Yeah. Where, in point made, like, she's more like Sarah. Because, like, the whole thing, like, when they, at the end of episode, uh, or when they go to, like, get a sample from in episode seven, they, they do go back because they realize they need to get a sample of Softail or whatever his name is. Because... The, this is important to know if you didn't get this. So basically, there's little Charlotte. Um, basically, we're learning that, which this is crazy. So Kira ends up calling Delphine to clarify, but but y'all, your gene can like you. She literally said, y'all, you could put a wonder like a Wonder Woman movie, which I would love. You could put that in your DNA, like you could put yes. that in your cells. You could put transcripts. You could actually put data. And the thing about Orphan Black... That was so cool. They don't put stuff in there that's not true. Like, it's all... Ba- so, like, we don't have the writer on it, but we, we'll talk to other writers, and maybe we'll talk to this writer again. Because I want to know, like, where did you find that out? Like, yeah, that's a great How did you know question. this? Like, that... Because that is cuckoo-cuckoo-boo. And so... But they're going back to take DNA from Softel and Softel, Softel, and I'm butchering it. But I love that this is so not Sarah, where Emma's like, but wait, we can't take some of his hair with, without asking him. That's an unsolicited sample. And I thought Kira was going to be like, who cares? And she was like, you're right. And I was like, Sarah Manning or Charlotte would, would have been never. like, F that, I'm cutting your hair. Sarah would Sorry never. about it. Yeah, Sorry. Sarah's like, I have to. They're Sarah like, does what she needs to do to get the job done. The, the job she done. is the definition of great. And they, so I love that they're just showing this. Uh, this it's a great Ki- point, Matt. Kira really has this whole like do-gooder superhero. I want to help change the world, which is much more Charlotte than Sarah. Sarah just wants to like drink beer and like Sarah just wants peace. And I think that they showed that again. That was I can't remember now if this was in six or seven, but I loved. I think it was in. Six, maybe where they talked a little bit about the years Sarah's had therapy and like um, she's uh, she's had therapy and just now like it was getting over the PTSD of Neolution and dealing which I'm glad that they talked about that because all the stuff Sarah went through that had to be horribly 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 traumatic so for them to like show that it, she just didn't get over this but they actually worked to try this and how this is all kind of triggering for her again I just thought that was nice. Too. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped around a little bit, but I thought no, that was interesting. No, I, I think that perfectly wraps up the Kira and M storyline. Yeah. They're on they a mission. They get some hair. They get the some sink. hair. They're definitely finding out. They're getting, yeah. Yeah, they're leading a lot of this investigation. Exactly. But um, let's talk about Rachel. I knew you were going to talk about her. <laughs> she is the Miranda Priestley of this show. I swear, but that it's so funny. That is all. That is all. She's working in a cubicle, but she is coming for in a cubicle it. on the night shift. Yeah, eating a protein bar, crazy. y'all. I've done that. It sucks. <laughs> I did it though in my twenties. So we really see that, like downgraded. I, it's like a fall. I guess that's a fall from grace, but it seemed like she. I want to say she chose that life, but it, first of all, it was interest. Super, super interesting. You know, so much of Orphan Black. We didn't, I don't feel like we got into the mind of Rachel a lot. So to hear her own thoughts and what she, her opinions of things, and like she said, and they annoyingly call themselves the Sestras and all that, how she still is not for that um, was interesting. But I think that 
this was a choice she did for safety. But again, and then we'll see well, how. Also, because if we remember at the closing of Orphan Black, the series on on BBC, uh-huh. she had kind of accepted the deal. The deal, yeah. yes, and she gave them the list, and and we didn't know if we could trust her, but we apparently she followed through. She apparently she followed through. But I love that the first chance that this girl has to like. <sighs> Be famous again, which honestly, from a PR perspective, it's really, really smart because I think, what do they call it? Like getting in front of the narrative, totally. getting in front of the, yes. that's what Rachel totally I've did. i always known what I am. And you always, and yes. And I want to know if she's, and we don't know, is Rachel doing this and like basically talking about her resume, how she's the most qualified person to work on it, to like get a better job. Is she doing this for Maybe it's 50-50, but is she doing this to, like, control and, like, be a big dog again? Or is she doing this as a way to to protect the rest of the clones? Like, we don't know. Like, she could be doing this in a way of, like, I want to help my 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 clones. and yeah. Or maybe she's, like, F them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, but I think they need to pair with her. Because, what do you want? Yeah, okay. Because she's, she is really smart. I mean, she, is she really ran smart. Dyad and infiltrated it like no other. Oh, yeah. And she could do that. And she has such command mm-hmm. that when she wants to, she can take over the narrative. Yeah. And right now it doesn't look good because doesn't TMZ good. is dragging them. Dragging. Dragging, dragging them. Making dragging. them look like weirdos. Because mm-hmm. first of all, you're clones. Second of all, you, they're saying that they have, you murdered multiple they, people. Yeah, that they, a lot of, they're saying a lot of the clones have criminal history. That's crazy. That's not good. That's which reminds you. Again, I love that parallel because that's like what uninformed people say about like immigrants and oh, there's more crime. Y'all, that's not true. Sorry, that's not sorry, not good. But that's not real fact. So stop reading Breitbart. So anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I think they, they do did, that purposefully. They did a great they parallel. parallel yeah. yeah. What were your other main points of episode seven as oh. we wrap? Oh. Yeah. Other than, I mean, oh, get we've to the got, ending. So we're going to talk about Vivi and Priyanka, but y'all. So Art, so Delphine now has this whole like little home base, like um, a lab. Thank yeah. you. She has a lab in her house. And so they're like scanning. So because... Um, Art, and then they go, and, and Felix, they come back. There's actually a really good, like, uh, I really love, so they come back to the house, and they're giving them the hair and all that kind of stuff, and I love that there's this good scene with Delphine and um, and Jay, who's like, Delphine is like, I'm not going to help you unless you tell me where my wife is, and and Jay was like, well, I can't tell you unclassified information. And again, Art, and everybody just kind of looks at her like, Girl, please. Girl, please. Like, you're in the clone club. Like, just give it up. So she tells them uh, that basically she knows that it's um, not Drake or I'm, I'm blanking on the name. She wants to know it's uh, oh. uh, the doctor who's in the end. I'm blanking. But the doctor who kidnapped Kasima. She knows it's him, but she doesn't know why. My notes are so extensive um, I can't. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, doc- I want to say Drake. It's not Drake. But um, she knows that he wants to, uh, that he kidnapped her, but she has no idea why they kidnapped Kasima. And so... Um, Anyway, what is interesting to me, uh, well, Greg, they, it's Greg, his name's Greg, yeah, Greg they something. Yeah, think he, Kurtzman, right? Kurtzman, yes. Kurtzman, because Kurtzman worked with Delphine in that meeting room and thinks yeah, Delphine she's on disclosed, the board. yes. Yeah, so that's why she's like, have I been like, have I been getting punked this whole time? 
So I love that scene. And then I also, I'm getting to where the art, the discovery between Art and Delphine. But in the midst of that, too, we also get this great scene of Sarah and Fee. And mm. so this is our first Sarah and Phoenix, Felix scene. It's the best. And I love that, again, it goes back to, like, bless Sarah Hart. She goes right into, the, like, I'm a dis- I'm this terrible mother, and I shouldn't have kids, and all this kind of stuff. And Felix is like, girl, no, 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 no. You're a great mother. Like, Kira is, and then I love how he's like, Kira is way better behaved than you ever were. Like, you were so worse than she was. She's, like, trying to save the world and do science, and you were, like, you know, trying to, like, get into clubs and do drugs. Do drugs, And she was like, you're fair, you're fair. So he actually kind of calms Sarah down. And then, but the big deal is, is then we see, so there is, we see Art and Delphine, and I believe Donnie is on, like, a, a clone call. They're they they're analyzing the hair and they see that it's actually a geographic location like a GPS marker mm-hmm. and it's a GPS marker to a place called the top to bottom club and it's a it's, get into it Matt it's a sex club y'all it's a sex club I'm kind of thinking it's going to be a I thought it would be a gay sex club because yeah, it's it called sounds, Top to Bottom. Yeah. But apparently it's not because Donnie says that he and Allison toured it. And because he knows that not only is it a geographic location, but it also has a locker number on it. And I love how Delphine was like, how would you know if it's a locker? And Donnie's like, uh, well, because we took a tour there. But he was like, but we didn't go to that club. We went to like some other club called like Vision, called Illusions or something like that. Exactly. Cue the porn music. Mm, mm. <laughs> Why waste your time? You know you're going to be mine. You know you're going to be mine. Bottom, top, mm, top, bottom, bottom, top, So bottom. anyway. They go to this club. We didn't have the rights to that song either, but it's cheap. So, um, oh, it's royalty free, baby. Oh, uh, royalty free. There yep. we go. And so, um, so anyway, so th- they leave us hanging that they're going to have to go. And so, and then I love that Art says, well, because uh, Felix, or, uh, uh, Donnie was like, that's such like a kind of tawdry lowball club. And I love how Art said, well, hope you don't mind going back there. So I'm hoping that I would die if it is, you know what? I'm going to save that for my prediction, okay. actually. Okay. So anyway, so that's what we find out. And then let's end up with, let's talk a little bit about Vivi and Priyanka yes. and Kasima. So first of all, I mean, the big deal we find out is, um, I mean, basically, we find out that Kasima's I, to me was been taken. <laughs> Kasima's been taken, but also, and she's having these beautiful, like, really sweet dreams of her and Delphine, like putting on stockings and having sex and they love. They just want to have a they nice just, lesbian love. Just, yeah, y'all. And so she wakes up and she's in prison, and Kurtzman comes in and like it's it's like doing really bad guy, really bad guy puns, and Kasima's just literally laughing at him. But then all of a sudden he walks in. And there's also animals and stuff where Kasima is. And all of a sudden we see the swarm of mosquitoes again like we saw in the cabin. But y'all, this is where you find out those are not Kasima. They're drones. Yes. They're drones. They're little bitty drones that look little bitty needles on them. And, you know, I, this is what I love about Orphan Black because they take something – that seems so crazy, but my brother, my brother does drones back in Oklahoma, like he does drones with the police and no fire way. department and searches for lost kids and stuff. But this is real. They are making little bitty drones that can do this kind of stuff. Doctor so, by in the whole game. And so, anyway, long story short, Vivi and uh, Doctor Kurtzman comes back in the room because oh yeah, I'm sorry, Vivi and then broke in. And Doctor Kurtzman comes back in, and they have this kind of epic fight. And I love that there's like. 
Vivi grabs like a, a bottle of something and throws it on him. And like, you know, in that movie where they think something's going to happen, and he just looks at her like, that was just water. You just threw water on me. Like, this isn't a chemical. And she was like, dang it. So they have this great fight. She ends up, uh, and then he gets out this cattle prod. And this is why this is cool. Because this is one of the first times I wanted to see this show visually. Um, I, I know. He, he like gets out this cattle prod and he's like trying to fight. And she basically slams him into all these like, beakers and everything and he falls down and he's kind of covered in blood and then she takes the cattle prod and she shocks him I was like she's a badass but best part yet is when she goes to save Cosima girl takes out the cattle prod and just starts electrocuting little drones and it says that there's like sparks of electricity in there I'm like I would have loved to have seen that that would have been yeah so that would have been very expensive yes. for special effects but that would have been so cool so she saves uh, or they are saving Cosima, but I mean, that's kind of where we're left at. We don't uh-huh. know if they get out or anything like yes. that. I'm exhausted. Crazy. That was so much. Thank that was you. so much. No, and I think that that episode was a lot. So yes. I'm glad you broke it down like that because yeah. it's true. There was so much happening between from what we left off with Softer and then Dr. Bai and all these different mm-hmm. parts. And then we thought they were mosquitoes with mm-hmm. their droids. I love that little twist. And we just, it's one of those things again where you don't know who's good and who's bad. You don't know who's good or bad. Like you, Crazy. I mean, obviously we know Kurtzman is bad, yeah. but we still know like Jay is trying to be good, but she kind of waffles. We don't know if M or Emily is good. I feel like Jay is good. I feel like Jay is good. I feel like M could maybe be Shady McShady. No way. I think it could still happen. <sighs> maybe. I know. We just don't know. Maybe. We don't maybe. know. Should we know. We... I think Dana's good, obviously, and I think Arun. Do you think Arun's, Arun's good? good? I think he's good. Too. Arun's good. He's too intertwined. He. I mean, unless he's doing the best job of making allies and going to switch on them, then that's uh, something that could happen. But I really do think that he's an ally. Okay. He put them in body bags. He could have left them in body bags. It's true. But he didn't. It's true. He unzipped Should them. we get into our special segment? Oh, oh clone, you did it! <laughs> okay, y'all. This is our special segment. Um, There was... I there fi- was so many. <sighs> I will say you brought up a point about how you wish visually you could have seen visually that last scene. I feel like episode six, I was dying for visuals. We probably got introduced to about fifteen characters. There was so many different scenes. It was a. It was. A, I think the book would have helped me with that because yeah. I had to listen to some parts of it twice because it was a little bit like, wait, what? What happened? I feel like my oh clone, you didn't. Of this, do you have yours already? Yeah, oh, I have okay. Two. Which, oh, okay. You do one, then I'll do one, and then you do one. Got it. One was just Felix. Okay. Hearing, I did not think we were getting Felix at all. Okay. And I just think he's going to later play a big part. And I was just so happy my old Orphan Black love came back. Uh, fiercer than ever and I just was happy to hear him and and because he was one of my favorite characters he was wonderful yeah he's wonderful so that was my first one my O'Clone you didn't and it might be kind of an uh, a reverse kind of O'Clone you didn't and that people are like really Matt but it really was shocking to me again I was shocked that Rachel was working in a cubicle <gasps> like a min really though that like you thought that she would have been like hiding out maybe doing her own thing isolated but the fact that she's like literally working in freaking office space y'all It's interesting she's I been the that character was- that continued I I have continued empathy for her 
even though she has done some of the most disgusting things out of all the clones. And yes. even in this moment, I felt empathy towards her. Somebody who's had that much trauma in her life is just trying to... Like, I thought one of the best lines in the uh, in the two shows was when they said, uh, Rachel knows how to survive the shark. She just keeps swimming. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was such a good line, like, to know kind of who Rachel is at her core. And it, it, it almost made me respect her more, that, wow, she just went back to this job and, like, is... Y'all, because I've been a cubicle warrior, and it's not fun. Anyway, Rachel's that was my... running a marathon while the rest of us she are spl- sprinting. She's going to come out. What was your second one? Second one was that it was droids. The, oh, that the was little droid clones. Yeah. yeah, because I thought that maybe they had infected a group of, of, like, a species of mosquitoes. Because they are changing mosquitoes now that, like, will not carry malaria mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that would be, that's, yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah, so I just think that it just opens up a too. whole different storyline of how they're going to mess up people's lives, yeah. essentially. Yeah, for sure. And for then sure. what about you? Do you have a second one? No, that's it. That's okay. all I have. It was a sandwich. It was awesome. a Oklahoma didn't sandwich. Awesome. Well, let's get into predictions. Let's do. I know you have one After Buzz TV predictions. I'm ready. Okay. I'll have mine for it. So I'll start with mine. I 1 million percent think, and I hope, please, writers, if you haven't done this, go back, rewrite it, record it, because this is what we want. I want Art and Donnie to pose as a couple and go to the sex club. Ah! (laughs) That would be so hilarious. That would be... So, because remember... Enchanté. Enchanté. Because remember when Donnie played gay before with yes, Felix? with Felix. Yes. And so, he nailed it. And he, he nailed full it. into character. Yes. So, that's what I want to happen. That's my prediction. Wow. My How prediction. can I follow? Man, okay. I don't really know. I kind of left this episode being like, this is the episode that bridges the gap between six and eight. You know what I mean? Like, this is a stepping stone to eight, and I think something wild is going to happen. I think right now it's going to be, let's go to the finish. Eight, nine, ten. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think these last episodes are going to be crazy. And I I hope that now that we, I hope we get Kasima and we can start working Mm -hmm. towards a... We get her out, yeah. Yeah, but a solution towards the new diseases and stuff that they're trying to implement. And Rachel, good or bad? What's your prediction? I think she's Rachel. So I just think <laughs> that we need to get her on our side. Okay, we can never well, trust that she's going to be good. That's but true. if we have her on our side at least, now that the secret's out, I just they they can't give her any Thing to use against them. Yes, they just need her to work with them so that they're, but all of them can just live how they want to yes. live. That was very well said. Thanks. You are so intelligent, Steph oh Sabra. My God, you should be an orator. <laughs> I love you, I and love you we will be back next yeah. Tuesday to be to break down episode eight, and hopefully we will have more of the writers on in the next few weeks. We're really yes. excited to get that yes, going. Yes, yes. In the meantime, where can our clone club find you? Y'all, you can find me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's, all on... That's my social media. That's my Twitter, my Instagram. I do a podcast called The 90 Day Gaze. If you're into the 90 Day Fiance universe, check it out. I love that you do that, and I love it's the fine. name. 
I'm Steph Sabra. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. It's been so much fun, Clone Club. Until next week, much love. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 